0: Welcome to another episode of Rich in Relationship, and today we are going to talk about something really, really, really important, why resolution alone does not work, and so what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is, like, New Year's comes along, and we all make a resolution, it means that there's some aspect of our life that we want to shift and change. Or maybe it's just the end of the new year and we feel like, God, if we don't put something on the table, if we don't get some movement going, it's going to be SSDD. You know what that means, right? Same stuff, different day for a whole nother year. And I'll tell you, after the last year and a half, who wants more SSDD? So we're going to talk about why resolutions don't work how to make resolutions work we're going to talk about how to make it work as an individual and for all my friends out there who have relationships going on more important for how you can do this as a couple that's like today's topic in a nutshell all right what is a resolution my friends what is a resolution a resolution is a decision you resolve that something's going to change. You go, the hypotenuse is the equivalent of X and Y squared. I'm going to resolve something in my life today. Happy New Year. What happens next? Well, for a couple of weeks, maybe you've made a decision to lose some weight. Maybe you buy a gym. You take an action. You buy a gym membership. This is like gyms have rapid expansion every New Year. Why? Because they know that people make a resolution. They join the gym. And what do they do? They never show up. And foolishly, the gyms do not do anything about helping people show up. In my opinion, this is one of the great mistakes of the health industry, is that they are happy to get the money of people who are not improving their lives. When in fact, if they would create a way to support them improving their lives, they would have a vibrant community of people who are changing the way they relate to their bodies through that gym. But they don't. They take your money. And they go, we've sold 5,000 memberships, we've got room for 1,000 people, and 600 people are showing up, we're rich, it's going to cost us less to operate, and we've got their money. So why is it that they can count on that? Because when we make a resolution, very often, we don't make much of a plan. So here's something that we talk about in coaching a lot, it's called SMART goal setting. So SMART is an acronym, duh. And the S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, the A for attainable, the R for relevant, and T for time bound. And so if, for example, your goal is that you're gonna be more fit and lose weight, or maybe more fit means you're gonna have weight in places that mean more to you, that's another way you could look at it. The first thing is that you be very specific about what that means. It's not, I'm going to lose weight. It could be, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Or it could be, I'm going to reduce my body fat to 5%. Or it could be, I'm going to grow more muscular and reduce my body fat. Very specific. And what does grow more muscular mean? Does it mean some certain amount of inch, inches on your biceps? You know, like very, the more specific, the better. Because when you're specific, you can Measure which is the M in SMART. You can measure whether you're losing the pounds or whether your body fat ratio is changing or whether your biceps are growing and triceps and all that good stuff. Now, the next part is how attainable is it? So, you know, when we set a resolution. We say, oh, in the, in the course of 2022, I'm gonna do this. That is somewhat measurable. But when it comes to losing weight, body fat, growing muscle, what's the time period that you're going to do it? And so you might want to do some research into how much time does it take, depending on your age, by the way. You know, the more you age, the harder it is to build new muscle mass. Uh, You're more likely to revive muscle mass that you had as a youth than to build new muscle mass. Uh, It's just more challenging. So you're going to want it to be attainable. It's it's going to be something that you know you can do. If your goal is to look like Hulk Hogan and you are a twig and you're in your 50s, it is almost going to be almost almost impossible. You may have to use steroids or something to get there because your body just doesn't in your 50s, your body just doesn't have the hormonal activity and the growth potential of when you're in your 20s or even 30s. Attainable, super important. Next, is it relevant and what does that mean by it's relevant? By relevant, what we mean is, is it relevant to your life? Is it relevant to your goals overall? What is it that you want to accomplish in your life overall that makes it relevant? Right? It might be that you have a sport that you participate in. And that's the reason why you want to build some muscle mass and lose some weight. And then the attainable gets even simpler because you have an idea of what do people who are successful in tennis, let's say, what's, what's their physique like? What's their, how much strength do they have? How much do they train for tennis? So the more relevant the goal, relevant to your life, to what your interests are, to what brings you joy, right? That's what real relevance is about. The more relevant it is to what brings you joy and what makes you feel good, the more likely you are to what? Do something about it, right? Because You may hate going to the gym, but if winning at tennis brings you joy, you will go to the gym so that you can have the joy of winning at tennis. Relevance is about does it give me personal pleasure? Last of all is time bound. So we talked about that 2022 thing, you have that whole year. Time bound would be all right, I'm going to do that in 2022, but going back to attainable, maybe the goal can't be achieved in one year without turning your whole life upside down, and you have no interest in turning your whole life upside down, it might be that that goal needs to be stretched out, that, excuse me, resolution, which we're turning into a goal, needs to be stretched out to 2023. In 2022, I'm going to do this. In fact, very often, a resolution might lead to a goal that is broken down to a goal, meaning that it's specific, measurable attainable relevant and time bound something that you can actually accomplish and measure whether you're accomplishing it and that might even be broken down into smaller goals i want to be the premier tennis player for all 60 year olds in the westchester area and i know that it's going to take me two years to do that Because in one year, I'm going to have to first show that I qualify for the regional whatevers. And in the second year, I have the opportunity to win the regional whatevers. So it might be that the the actual bigger goal, the relevant goal, breaks down into smaller pieces. And then in 2021, that breaks down to, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to take better care of my body, et cetera. So you got it, right? All right, so so far we've been talking in an individual context. Now let's take that to couples, because many of you are in couples. It's really important that you have support. Now the thing that Smart Goals doesn't encompass is support, right? Maybe the S instead of being specific should be support. But instead, I've created another smart acronym for couples. All right. And what you do when you're in a couple is you've decided that you're going to make this change in your life. You're going to lose weight, go to the gym, da, 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 da you have your partner who you're going to enroll in your goal. I mean, real partners support each other in building up their life. My wife has a long-term goal of being a gold medalist in horse riding, which I agreed to before I really understood what it was, by the way. But I hold to that agreement because I adore my wife. I'm really honest. And I completely support her in this goal. And what it's meant it has been for me in the supporting role, years of being her cheerleader, of mucking stalls, of driving, helping her drive to Kentucky, of helping her drive horses around, of helping her pick horses. Like I'm a big part of this, right? And it's a big time commitment on my part. And I'm, I do it mostly. Joyfully, because I adore my wife and support her and her goals. So, when you have a partner, you show up for them and they show up for you. So, you need to enroll your partner in your goal. And you're going to do that by being smart with them, but it's a different smart. In this smart, it's going to be support. You're going to get their support. It's going to be meaningful. There's going to be accountability. It's going to be relatable, which we'll talk about more. And they're going to be truthful. So, when you're smart, with your partner, supporting them in their SMART goal, in their specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound goal, the first thing is, you're gonna do what I've been just, just talking about. You want them to support you. They're going to support you. Or if you are supporting them, you're gonna support them. And that might look like having conversations with them on a regular basis. It might look like going wherever it is they're going and helping them with whatever it is they're doing. It might look like doing some research for them. It might look like going to the gym with them. <clears throat> Support means that you're there for them emotionally, physically present, that you give them your time to the best of your ability. Meaningful, it is your goal or your role or their role as the partner, the partner's role in helping the other partner with the goal is to make sure that that goal has meaning for that person. So in my wife's case, why did having a gold medal in uh, writing have meaning for her? It does it's something she's dreamed of her whole life. She's very connected to horses, to the world of riding. It, it is the culmination of a life experience for her. It has deep meaning for her. And one of the reasons why I support her in it and show up for her in it is she has enrolled me in the meaning. Now, if she came to me and said to me, you know what? I have a goal this year that I am going to be a dirt bike champion. I might question that because she's never ridden a dirt bike. She's terrified of motorcycles. It's just not something that's relevant to her. I would explore with her, what does that mean to you really? What's underneath that? What is the motivating factor there? And if she could convince me that it has real meaning, then I can do what? Support her, all right? Now, when I when I get the meaning, when we, the supporters, get the meaning uh, for the person we're supporting, we next are in the position of holding them of of being accountability buddies, accountability partners. So uh, in the example of my wife, the accountability partner looks like she's got trainers in her life. Is this time with this trainer really working for you? What are you struggling with here? What might benefit you? Is it time to look for another trainer? Uh, Is the problem the trainer or is it that you're not showing up? Questions like that, holding them accountable. It means making sure that they're on point, that they're doing what they committed to and being their partner in making sure that that happens. All right, next part in smart goal goal support, we're gonna call it, smart goal support. I just made this up today, by the way, is that it's relatable. What does that mean? It's relatable to your partner's values, to their principles, to the things that are really important in them in life. So going back to the dirt bike case, You know, the dirt bikes are dangerous. Uh, They're polluting. They are a waste in my wife's eyes. Like this is, it would not be in alignment with her values. Whereas horses are plugged into nature. They are part of an important man-animal relationship. There's a connectedness that has value for her. There's all kinds of value. There's a self-discipline value in there uh, that, that is so important to her, a learning to control her body in relationship to others, controlling who she is in relationship to others, self-management. There's so much about it that is relatable. And the last part is I'm gonna make sure that she's truthful, that she's there's no BS. And so what that means is when she goes to the competition and drops the ball, I'm gonna make sure there isn't any story like Oh, the judges were unfair or something like that. Now, that doesn't mean the judges are always fair. What it means is that that's not the only factor. When she goes to a horse show and doesn't do well, there's uh, how well rested is she? How well prepared is she? There's the judges, of course. There's the environment. There's the condition of the horse. There's all kinds of things that contribute to it. And so by being truthful, what I mean is we're going to explore all of those those things. I'm not going to allow her to rest in blame because blame is unhealthy for her and for me and for all of us. Blame is perhaps one of the most destructive emotions in the human lexicon. Now, what are we forgetting? We're forgetting goals for couples, which is my favorite topic. Uh, So... It's so easy for us to have our individual areas of fulfillment and so easy to slip into parallel lives. And part of what smart support is about, smart partnership is about, is being engaged in each other's individual aspirations. But what are the couple's relational aspirations? Does the couple have relational aspirations? You know, we all start out in love and, oh, you're so amazing. You're so incredible and supporting each other and being so amazing. And then we get into our individual development. We forget about all that to some extent. We have children and we get all about what do we need to do for the children? What do we need to do to survive? We need a bigger house. We need this is that, da, 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 da. da. So what are your relational or relationship goals? And I'm going to suggest to you, this is something you really want to think about. You are, uh, let's start with a relationship resolution. A resolution is a decision that something's going to change. On its own, not so useful, uh, but connected to smart goal setting and smart support. Very useful. So what are the goals that you'd like for your relationship? Or what are goals that you didn't set that maybe you would like to set now? I'm not sure when you're seeing this. I'm making it before New Year's, but a lot of people will see it after New Year's. And this has complete application whenever you see it. What if a goal for your relationship is that you're going to have more quality time together? Or maybe a goal that you have is that you're going to give and receive gifts more. Or maybe a goal that you have is that you're going to have more physical touch on a regular basis. Or maybe it's going to be that you're speaking and receiving words of affirmation to one another. Or maybe it's that you're going to be doing acts of service for one another. These are all viable love languages that you can engage in. So maybe a goal is that you're going to learn each other's love languages and apply it on a weekly basis. Maybe your goal that you have is that you're going to have date night if you don't already. Or if you already have date night, that you're going to have quarterly time together. What's the purpose of that time together? What do you want to do in that time together? Because the the goal itself needs to have meaning, right? It needs to have relevance. The meaning for you might be that you want to better understand one another, that you want to have a closer bond, that you want to have a partnership that works better, that there's more uh, opportunity to express your love for one another and release fear, to work through the limitations of our unconscious mind that we picked up in our childhoods about what relationships are and really expand and grow in our love for one another. Whatever it is, really important to set those goals. And of course, when you talk about expanding your love, how do you set a smart goal for that? How do you set a measurable goal for expression of love? You know, and these are all excellent questions. And I think the reason why so many people don't set relationship goals is because it's harder to be measurable with something like expression of love. It's harder to just to be clear whether you've attained it. Though when you're experiencing love, you definitely know it. It's easier to intellectualize and make up stories about how you haven't been gotten there or how you have gotten there. And if you want help with this, free call, uh, set up a, an appointment with me through my calendar, bit.ly forward slash capital R, rich. One two one R I C H one two one Bitly link B I T dot L Y four slash capital R lowercase I C H and the numbers one two one all one word that'll take you to my calendar. We can set some goals together. It's a free call or direct message me. Follow this podcast vlog, or if you are seeing me on Facebook, you know look out for more Facebook lives and comment. Happy to help you with this. Because this is where the rubber hits the road when you're in a relationship. You can achieve those individual goals all day long, but the relationship goals can be the most challenging. And watch out because coming in February, we're going to start a beta test for exactly this. We're going to help you to set goals in 12 areas of your life, including your relationship and set up systems for you to be successful systems where you have smart support from us and one another. And with that, I say, thank you very much. I'm gonna end this and have an awesome, awesome tomorrow.